everybody. This is Chuck Marone. Welcome back to the Strong Towns podcast. This is our ongoing member drive discussion. And boy, you have been asking us as members for years uh, to help out with taking action. Uh, we have so many members who say we, we love the content. It's great. It means so much to us. Gosh, we we can talk about these things now in a way that is not polarizing, is is not turning off people, actually leads to something. But now we're kind of stuck. Like, what do we do next? What's the the next step towards taking action? And this year we launched two programs: the local conversations program, which John Pattison chatted about, and another program which you may have heard of, you may not have heard of, called the Community Action Lab. And I have on the podcast to talk about the Community Action Lab, my friend and brand new Strong Towns staff member, Edward Erford. Edward, welcome to the Strong Towns podcast. Great. Thank you, Chuck. I'm super excited to be here and super excited to uh, talk about where Strong Towns is going and what I get to do is being just one part of the team. Now, this this isn't your first time on the podcast. <laughs> I was. No. This is probably like your fourth or fifth, actually. Uh, so if people have heard you before, yeah. It's kind of fun because as Strong Towns has grown, I, I've grown and been able to do a lot of different different things and work a lot of different places. And for me, what's really exciting is that starting with Strong Towns, and gosh, I think I heard your first curbside chat in 2010, and, and people probably heard that story, how we bump into each other and, and hit it off. But taking the message that you eloquently share far better than I can, and taking those principles and to my different workplaces and my different communities and applying them and testing them and, and you know, get, getting hit down on things and getting the technical brush offs and then having some big wins and, and really changing communities. That's been fun. That's been fun working in the public sector with communities. And what I'm really excited about is now I get to bring that to Strong Towns. And instead of working with just one community, I get to work with a lot of communities and a lot of members. The time I had in those offices is the experience I get to bring. And I know the planners. I know the city managers and the county administrators. I know what they're up against. I've been in those public meetings. I've worked on those projects that are uncomfortable. So I kind of have that under my belt. As I tell people, I, I've got the scars to, to show you. I, I've, I've dealt with that. But I also have the successes. Most of us are working in the trenches are just are too busy to celebrate those things. But this is an opportunity really to to share those experiences and advance communities and, and groups and get with our members. You know, I and I see it on the Facebook posts and I hear through the the podcast comments where people want solutions. They want they want the silver bullet. And we can't provide that. So I don't want anybody to think that that's what we're going to do. But we sure can teach somebody where to find that and what kind of conditions that would lead to success so that they can find community partners and do that. And and I'm, I'm ecstatic. I'm really like, I can't believe that I'm doing this and I'm super excited about it, uh, especially with this team that's done so much. This has been a ton of fun. Just selfishly, you know, you and I met a dozen years ago now. I've wanted to have you be part of the team for a long, long time. Your wife works here. I tried to get you on the board, but it didn't make sense with your wife here to, to have you be on the board. And then uh, 
you know, you, you were switching jobs. You were in Martin County for a long time, doing some really innovative stuff there. Now you're in West Virginia. And it just happened that this program came up at a time when we could, <laughs> we, we could have you help us launch it. And yeah, it's been, it's been a thrill for me. Let me back up and give a little bit of the introduction of this program. And then I'd like you to explain kind of what we're doing. We had one of our members from Central Florida come to us and say, hey, I found Strong Towns. This stuff is really, really meaningful to me. I've read all the books. I bought a bunch of books and passed them around. I've given them to our county commissioners. I've given them to local city council members. We talk about this stuff all the time, but it's a small group of people. I want you to come to my community and get everybody aware of this stuff. I I want you to shift the whole conversation in my community. And I want us all to think differently. And I heard that and I said, okay, this isn't the first time I've heard that, but I can't do that. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what that would mean. Like, I'm, we're not set up to do that. We don't have the bandwidth to do that. I'm sorry. He kept coming back and he kept coming back to me and he kept coming back to Michelle, your wife and saying like, look, we, we need to do this. Like, I'm in, like, what is it going to cost? What is it going to take? And we finally got to the point where I said, oh, okay, let me spend some, some mental bandwidth on this and figure out what it will take. And we went back to them with a program and said, this is, this is serious. Um, but if you want us to shift the thinking of this community and get things up and running, here is what we would do. I spent a lot of time working with the board on this. Uh, our board is very explicit that as an organization, we do not do consulting work. So we're not trying to get bogged down doing consulting contracts and writing reports and what have you. This is not consulting. It's something very different. It's about shifting the conversation. They said, yes, we want to do this. And in fact, we're going to be going to Lake County, Florida next year as part of this community action lab process. They're number one of five different places we're going to work with. So Edward, can you talk just a little bit about this program, this this brand new thing we're rolling out this year? I mean, first off, I wish I had this in every community I ever worked in. Because I think many of our members know that you're the lone voice out there. You know, you you've listened to this stuff. And you're like, well, if only three of my friends could find this. And and just like our friend in Lake County, I had lots of strong towns books that I passed out and lots of lots of pieces to it. So the community action lab, what what this is, it's the best of strong towns. It's it's the best best of the material. It is the best of the lessons learned. It is the the best skill sets of the team members of Strong Towns. It's everything Strong Towns does the best. And it's an opportunity to channel that and focus all of the best into a single community. There are two things that we're promising these communities is deliverable. And this is a this is a two-year process. So it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's a very, very bottom-up approach. We're promising one thing is that we're going to work with a uh, a leadership team and what we're calling a community action team, real doers on the ground for a year through an intense process of, of working through their different issues and sharing the strong town principles and connecting them with other communities. And we're going to help them to change the conversation within their community. So it's the typical things I think many of our members talk about is a lot of people get attracted to um, the strong towns and, and finding our work. 
is that, you know, people are talking about different issues in the community, like they have parking issues or they have traffic issues or they're concerned about the, the budget and how they're spending money within their communities or land use decisions. So we'll be working with those communities to help change that conversation that after a year through this process at the local level, people will be more aware of these issues and, and hopefully much more versed in the strong town principles at the local level. So that's the first thing. I feel like there are so many times when we go into a place where, and I've said this before, I said, I feel like I'm explaining how a post-it note works because it's so very obvious once you see it. But the reality is, is you've never pondered a post-it note. It's very hard to imagine it on your own. Just introducing these ideas in the way that we introduce them is such a game changer for places. And to do it at scale, you know, with not one event, but with three events, with not a little piece of content, but with a lot of content, not with one social media interaction, but with a lot of marketing going into getting the message out. Uh, the idea is to really move kind of the center of, of awareness and knowledge in a place. And I'm, we, we see it happen across the country. We've never done it and focused it on a single place like this. And I guess that's what I'm kind of jazzed about. Yeah, it's hyper-focused because in every town, when we talk about going into town and talking about a post-it note, some towns have green post-it notes. Some towns have red post-it notes. So we could never calibrate the message specific to a community. I think in all of the all the writing, I mean, Chuck, in your books, you've, you've got some key examples in some certain cities, but every one of these messages that are successful, there's a different way to bring it forward. There's a different way to explain it. And there's always something unique in every community. I, I talk about the human condition. We all we all are dealing with the human condition and we all are dealing with buildings that are, are vertical in nature and streets that are horizontal, but there's little nuances in every, every community. What this is going to do is to take that and allow us to work with the community to calibrate the message for their community. So the, the follow-up to that messaging, the second thing that we are going to support is creating a local conversation group within these communities. Because after this time frame, we want some lasting results. We want to be able to not just have city planning staff or just the elected officials supportive of this. We want to provide a platform through the uh, local conversations program that members can get together and people can talk and discuss this stuff without us. We, we've we've trained you. We're going to allow you to go out there and now work. And you have you have questions. We're we're available. But now you can ask these questions and, and get feedback and brainstorm off of peers within your community. And what we're finding in the local conversations is there are a lot of folks that have the same ideas that you have at sitting and listening to this podcast. You just don't know that they're three doors down in an apartment, or you don't know that they're sitting across from you in a restaurant. This is that opportunity to connect to those because cities are, are diverse and complex places. So that's, what's exciting to me. I mean, this is, this is truly, we, you know, we're using bottom-up revolution. This is a truly bottom-up revolution that changed the way that we think and talk about our communities. I feel like the only downside of this approach is that we're only able to take five cities in a year. We, we we had to limit it just because 
we have limited capacity to devote uh, to places. I mean, we we had an applicant list that was much longer than that, and we we weaned it down to to five places. I think we can announce two of them right now. I mean, we we brought up Lake County, and then Medicine Hat, Alberta, is the second one. Is the one in uh, the middle, the very middle of the country? Are we comfortable? I mean, I know we've got a contract uh, that's been sent back and forth there. By the time you do this podcast in member week, we should be able to say that that's been passed by their council. Okay. So then I'll say Norman, Oklahoma is the other one right outside of Oklahoma City, a a place that I've been a few times and has a really great conversation going on. There's a couple more that are in the works and we'll hopefully be able to announce those by the end of the year. I want to, to kind of end up here and tie this into member week, just say that none of this would have happened had it not been for our members, not not only listening to the message, but really pushing us to develop this program. And as we look to, you know, 2024, doing f- hopefully five more of these, 2025, doing five, and continuing to roll this program out and build up a cadre of communities that have gone through this Community Action Lab program, connect them, support them, help them support each other uh, in making these changes. Uh, it's really a membership that is the start and the end of this, um, we are working with our members to identify the places where there's a, a lot of momentum. Um, we are not trying to take a place from you know negative 100 and bring them up to positive 100. We're trying to take the places that are at 25, 30, 40, trying to get there. And we can make a big difference by doing that. Um, if you want to get started with that, the way to get started is by becoming a member of Strong Towns. It's by joining up, getting connected to other people, going through our new member orientation, meeting up with other people, creating a local conversation, getting connected, not just to people in your own community, but to people in this broader movement who are all working on the same kind of thing together. This is our member drive week. If you're interested in becoming a member, strongtowns.org dash membership, or just go to strongtowns.org and click on the button that says become a member. Uh, our average member, our typical member is a $5 a month donation. And that is really impactful and really meaningful to us as an organization, not only financially the support, uh, but just the, the the raw numbers of people that are now becoming members is, is very meaningful in terms of us being able to mobilize a movement for change. So Ed, we're expecting to see you out on the ground in, in many, many places this year. I know you and I are going to be doing a lot of traveling together, and you're going to be meeting with local groups. Any any kind of last thoughts or insights or things that you're most excited about as we kind of prep this all and get ready to roll it out in a yeah in the big lights? Our capacity to fo- do hyper-focused work in fi- is at five towns right now. But we made a commitment, and I can tell you that the, the writers for Strong Towns want to share this message. And for our members, we can tell you that as a member, you're going to have access to what's happening in these towns. You're going to hear it first, and you're going to have a lot more access to staff to to learn about this. So it's definitely a huge perk. And that's a way that we can extend this out beyond five towns, that we can really get it further out. And I'll assure you these towns, uh, it just didn't happen overnight. There were people that were working hard to to build with in their community to get the strong town message at the local level so that this is possible. And so our 2024 towns, now's the time to start, become a member, see what we're doing in these communities and carry this message to your own towns so we can see you in 2024. 
I'm super excited. Edward Erfurt, welcome to Strong Towns. I'm so glad you're here. Everybody else, thanks for listening. Keep doing what you can to build a strong town and make this movement stronger. If what I am is what's in me, then I'll stay strong, that's who I'll be. And I will always be the best me that I can be. There's only one me, I admit. Have a dream, I'll follow it. It's up to me to try. Gotta go, because I know I'll keep getting stronger.